Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper, who, by the way, recently got the COVID vaccine and has already warned Barry and I that the fatigue side effect is setting in, so. That's correct. When you say recently, it was six hours ago, six and a half hours And it's ago, possible so. that those effects are already happening? Well, yes, you're, so, the, you're supposed to get hit with tiredness that night, yeah. And so, and so I'm laughing because, you know, you're pretty fatigued in general. So how is this well, going to go? Well, that's true. So who knows what I'll, <laughs> what I'll be like with the shot, you know? We're going to be trying to wake Blandy up the whole show. Extra yeah. bland. <laughs> Hopefully your face doesn't fall asleep on the soundboard. That's I right. hope not. That would be, that'd be bad. It'd be a lot of sounds coming out of that board all at once. <laughs> Because everything could play at once on that, so that would be kind of crazy. Are there side effects that are the opposite of this? Because I'll be honest, you look more awake than ever. Barry, doesn't he look awake? It's headache and tired and soreness in the arm, or uh, then like nauseousness or something like that. All right, guys, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that'll make you laugh even when you're going through the toughest of times, like right now. Because it's pretty rough out there, Barry. Craig, it's probably going to get a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> well, that's what we're, we're here for that. We're not here to analyze how bad it's getting. We're just here to make you all feel better. <laughs> I mean, the Knicks are, what, one game under 500. It's going to get a lot worse, my friend. All right, and tonight we will finally get an answer to, to what Southside exactly means. And coming up later, top 10, re- actually, we're not doing a top 10, are we? No. We were going to do a top 10 reasons, but that's too much work because we have 10 of them. But who the fuck is going to decide the order? Right. And you know, Barry's going to want his to be at the top no matter what, even if they're (laughs) awful. But we're going to be doing the top reasons why Crazy Kyrie is not playing basketball right now. But first, Barry, how much money have you lost us on (laughs) betonline.ag over the past week? Oh, I'm off to a bad start. I'm like two and five. Oh no. On the season, two and five. Two and five on the season. I I think I'm gonna wait like till there's like 20 games in, so I could get a little bit better read because there's still so many upsets going on around the league. Um, you never who know you know who's not going to be in the lineup, who is going to be in the lineup with all these COVID protocols. So it's rough. And what did I ask you a few days ago? You were curious if you can put actually a couple of things. You wanted to put a bet. <laughs> On the Knicks, because this is when it's the Knicks were, right were winning. Now. It's funny to talk right. about it now. You wanted to see how what the payout would be if you picked the Knicks to win it all. 
which is thirty thousand plus thirty thousand. So which means if you bet a hundred, you win thirty grand. Then win the division, and then we were talking about: is there a bet to put on Julius to be the MVP? That's right, and there there is not a bet to to bet Julius, which is crazy because they have about forty guys listed there. But Barry said, you know, that would be great to talk about on the next podcast. We could place the bets live on the show, and guess what, Barry. I love betonline.ag, but I'm not placing those fucking bets today. <laughs> Why? Now's the the odds are probably even better for you. <laughs> eh, doubtful. I'm sure it's the same. I'm just not in the fucking mood, to be honest. But if you want to place any bets for anything else, bet, head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And uh, I just want to give a fair warning to the listeners of the show tonight. Tonight on this show, we're going to have an ad for a new sponsor just placed fucking randomly. So I've heard complaints about other podcasts about that happening. So we might be in the middle of Ky- Crazy Kyrie's top 10 or we're not top 10 or whatever the fuck we're calling it. We might, you know, we might, I'm, I might be ripping on Barry. We might be trying to wake Jay up from sleeping, but it might just happen wherever. It's going to be an ad for a CBD product and we don't know when it's happening. So we apologize. <laughs> Uh, it's been an up and down season. We had won five of six games. We had won three wins in a row. Austin Rivers was on fire that one game, looking like Steph Curry. We didn't even get to talk about some of these great moments. Over, <laughs> it's been such a crazy up and down week. You know, we kept having these huge comeback wins night after night. We had Julius Randle looking like he was LeBron James out there. Guys, I was actually thinking again about how much longer are we going to be able to call this the It's a Hard Next Life podcast? Yeah. That's how good I was fucking feeling. People I work with in in my morning meetings were fucking congratulating me on how good the Knicks were playing. Dude, the Knicks were getting like national praise. They were literally being praised across national media from multiple sources, you know, a bunch of different places I listened to where they weren't getting ripped on. They were saying, wow, you know, check out New York. You know, you should have some eyes on New York. They're doing good things there. Tibbs has his team turned around. Yeah, I was, dude, I was going to bed happy. I was waking up happy. 2021 was looking like the greatest year ever, especially compared to 2020. But then the uh, our government almost toppled and here we are. We've lost. Now we've lost three in a row. And we are ice fucking cold. But they are who we thought they were. No. No, they're not. Or are they? <laughs> RJ Barrett, guys, what is he shooting over these over this three-game losing streak? Five for oh. 122. <laughs> <laughs> now, his three-point shooting, dude, on the season. So there are 11 games in. He's nine for 50. Jesus. Okay. But seven of those threes that he hit came in just two games. You take those two games out, the other nine games, he's two for 37. Oh, my God. It's brutal. So he's 18% from three on the season. Oh, my God. It is not good. <laughs> and I you know, I don't have a problem with his mid-range game because I, I feel like he's got more success around there. I don't have a problem with that. You know, he wants to post somebody up. He wants to turn around and take a 12-footer. That's fine. You know, you want to keep driving to the basket, although, you know, we see sometimes, like, he missed two reverse layups in a row. Mm. Um, identical tonight. reverse but, layups. You know, identical. But at least there he's got a chance to go to the line. But, I mean, this three-point shooting is horrendous. He keeps taking them. I mean, the one, the the only thing you can appreciate from RJ against Charlotte. I mean, one of the one of the things. Obviously, Tibbs is playing him. Tibbs, Tibbs is playing him a lot of minutes. All right, 
the one thing I liked from RJ was that he was trying to go to the basket. You know, he was trying to get in close. He w- he did miss those two identical reverse layups, but he kept going. You know, he wasn't the Clyde and Breen were talking about his lack of confidence, but I don't think he let that. He didn't really let that get to him. He kept going. He's a tough kid, but his shooting is dreadfully bad. The whole yeah. team, I mean, the whole team is struggling right now. Yeah, they, so they many Alec wide. Back. They need Alec Burks back for sure. But yeah, I mean, wide open threes, completely wide open. And, and they're just missing the mark. And, you know, what what, what are you going to do at that point? You know, we, we, we've said it for years, this team needs shooting. We thought that they upped their game this year. Um, I mean, Knox, Knox, you know, his shot looks great and he, he had a great shooting night tonight, but he was the only one. I mean, thank God he, he did something tonight. It would have been. It would have been really bad if Knox didn't come oh, can through. You imagine? But he he, he missed his last four threes, didn't he? Although one was that little chuck that you know. I mean, the, he did. You know, there. he did all of his damage. That one day the they, they didn't end up not. They ended up. Uh, t- oh, they not, not counting. Ca- they didn't end all. up counting. Yeah, they, I mean, they have improved their shooting, and obviously, like you said, Jay, Alec Burks being out right now is absolutely killing them. When we heard Bullock, I'm saying Bullock naturally now. When we heard Bullock. Wasn't going to play tonight. I mean, not having Bullock, Bullock, and Burks play with the lack of shooting we have, it just kills us. We have no other natural shooters on this team. Even Emmanuel Quickly is struggling big time right now with his shot. Well, he was 0 for 6 tonight, and against the Nuggets, he was um, against the Nuggets, he was 0 for 2. And against the Jazz, he was 0 for 1. So he's 0 for his last 9. Yeah, I mean, he was 1 for 9 overall against OKC. And... Overall, he was one for ten <laughs> against Charlotte. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking bad. That's that's worse than RJ. And it wasn't too long ago where I I tweeted that he was leading all rookies in player efficiency rating. That is not the case anymore. <laughs> it is now half of what it was. I think it's now like a twelve point something. Way which to go, he was Craig. a twenty three something. I fucking him. knew I was going to regret that tweet. You, you jinxed it. I knew it. But it all comes down to, for me, shooting, obviously, and point guard play. Alfred Payton right now, he's 15 for 40 over his last three games and 10 assists total over three games. So he's shooting that many shots. He's one of our worst offensive shooters in a group of bad shooters, but he is taking every game. He's one of the top guys in how many shot attempts he gets up. 15 of 40 for Alfred Payton over three games and 10 fucking assists. The struggle is real, Craig. The struggle is real. <laughs> when I say the struggle, point guard. the struggle is watching him on the court because, yeah, he you, you, he's like one guy. Even if the even if he is wide open from three, you don't want him to take it. And I know he hit one tonight, but I mean that's one out of out of how many. We we know how this guy shoots, and it's so bad. You know, you got five guys on the court. Most of the time, Mitchell Robinson is in there, and you know he's not looking at the basket. So how can you when you have other guys that you know can 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 hit that shot, like Rivers, like Quickly, you know, who I you know, I know we just rattled off the numbers that he's got, but we know he's a shooter. You know, Frank we're waiting for to get back, but his shot looked nice at the beginning of the season. It just it kills you when Alfred Payton is on the floor. He's not a threat. I mean, we're getting to a point where I think you gotta start thinking about sliding Austin Rivers in there. Yeah, he plays with a lot of energy and I know Alfred gets himself to the lane, but it's not enough for me and he doesn't have the quickness that Rivers does. He doesn't have the moves, the handles that Rivers has, and he certainly can't shoot like Rivers can. So yeah, I would not have a problem at all. In fact, I'd prefer to see Austin Rivers there slide into that point guard 
spot, not just share the backcourt with Peyton like we saw him do tonight, but but actually take that that point guard position. Let Alfred come off the bench. You know, even if you want to have that quivers combo in there to start. If you're going to be that bad of a shooter as as a point guard and that bad of an offensive player, you've got to get more than three assists a game. You have to. Yeah, and he used to. I mean, normally his assist averages are high, you know, throughout his career. But again, when you when you have guys that can't score the ball, you know, right. where are your assists going to come from? And now every team is just playing zone against us, you know, oh daring gosh. every single player on our team to shoot. Because like I said, without with quickly struggling like this, with Burks not playing... And with Bullock, Bullock out, there's no, there's not one pure shooter on this team. Yeah. Not one. And we're missing, you know, we're missing Obi. Who? Exactly. Obi Toppin. He, we drafted him with the eighth overall pick in this year's NBA draft. And it's like, we haven't seen him at all. I saw somebody tweet the other day, like, I'm starting to see the comp to Amari Stoudemire. I saw it. <laughs> you know, with Obi Toppin. A, <laughs> I think it was Real Boodham. It was Real Boodham. And that was an excellent tweet. It was. Sad though. He just hasn't punched a fire extinguisher yet. But other than that, he is right up there with Amare. <laughs> Dude, we I need him back for my mental sanity. I need some hope, especially with RJ struggling like he is. RJ is so hot and cold, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and obviously once Obi comes back, you know, Randall will you know be able to rest a little bit more. Um, you know, this was really his first really disappointing game, but you, you got to give the guy slack. I mean, he's been crushing it here on out with the tons of minutes he's been getting. Um, so, you you know, you look to that to, to ease him, you know, and settle him back down as well once Obi comes back to play. What do you guys think of Julius Randle and RJ Barrett? I don't know. what What's the, do you know, do you know the minutes per game leaders right now? Barrett is number one and Randle is number two. <laughs> right now they're one and two. Is that yes. after the Charlotte game? Uh, Does it say how is, many games they played? No, no, this is after 10 games. This isn't counting tonight. Barrett was at 38.2 and Randall at 37.8. What do you guys think of that? Because, listen, I, I want to give Thibodeau the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's a great coach. <laughs> I trust him. But it is not some fucking coincidence that Julius Randall and RJ Barrett are playing the most minutes in the league. I know that they are extremely important to this team, especially right now with all the injuries to the team. Our roster is thin as can be. And I love, well, I don't love Julius Randle yet. I'm getting there, but I love <laughs> RJ Barrett. And I would love him to play as many minutes as possible. And I love Thibodeau, but that is fucking insane. As much as we're watching RJ struggle right now, you, you still have to understand he's he's young. It's year two. It's the start of the season of year two. He didn't play a full season last year. He played 56 games. You know, I don't mind... You know, obviously it's upsetting watching him struggle, but you have to, you got to take all that with a grain of salt, realize where he's at in his career. And, you know, and that's the only way he's going to get better is through playing through, you know, playing through all this. Yeah. But this many minutes, it is, he, it looks like he's laboring out there, especially when he's struggling and his shots not falling to keep him out there that long. Maybe this is crazy, but maybe he benefit by a little fucking rest so he can come in with a little more energy. <laughs> maybe like to, maybe it'll slow the game down for him. He can see what's going on out there. Just bring him out once in a while. It's not like he's on fucking fire and he's carrying the team and right, he's scoring at will thing. and Thibodeau is just like, leave him fucking out there. I'll play him 48 minutes a game. He has been struggling and he still gets the crazy minutes. Right. And he's a guy that's, you know, he's 
he's not a critical position for you where you, you know, I know the team is injured, but you still got guys you can slot in. We've seen them play with three guards before. We see, you know, other wing players that they've had when Bullock has been healthy. You know, you could get him rest. (laughs) If you just fucking took him out for three minutes a fucking quarter, all right, that puts him at 36 minutes a game. Thibodeau, you can't give him three minutes of break per quarter? Can I play can I play devil's advocate here? Go ahead. He's 20. Suck it up. Okay. He's yeah, but should he, has, he be leading? He hasn't played the basketball league? since March. <laughs> They're eleven games he in. He's playing the most minutes of any player in the All NBA. Right. He's twenty years old, and he's more nights 35. than not, he's fucking struggling out there. I mean, I'd say it's more that he's struggling than anything Jay, else. Read me the top ten players in the league at minutes per game. Okay, here we go. We got Barrett, Randall, Demontis Sabonis, Malcolm Brogdon, Colin Sexton, Russell Westbrook. James Harden, Jeremy Grant, Kyle Lowry, and Bradley Beal. There's a couple of people in there you wouldn't expect. Yeah, and two two of the three or four you wouldn't expect are on our fucking team. All right. <laughs> and we've all we've all heard that from Thibodeau, you know, before he came here. That's his mo. But I don't think we've seen it take its toll on Randall as of yet. So, like you said, I'm going to give Tibbs the benefit of the doubt because I like Tibbs. You know what I really like about Thibodeau? What he does specifically. Um, you know, that we didn't see from uh, Fisdale and Hornacek. Coach. He coaches. <laughs> he coaches the team, which is really uh, a nice thing to see. But but it's true. Like, he doesn't he doesn't just stay with the same thing just because it worked for him once, right? He he reads the game. He senses the game. Like, we've seen fourth quarters where Quickly's been in there, and then we've seen fourth quarters where Peyton has been in there. You know, he doesn't always do the same thing. He uses his gut, and I trust his gut. We've seen... Um, in the, I think it was the OKC game where, where Mitchell Robinson didn't play that whole fourth quarter, which obviously didn't work out for them. And they were just getting through the lane at will. But at least he had a reason for it. He tried to get shooting out there. It didn't work. But it's always different with him. He's always reading the situations. Um, so I respect that out of him. Yeah, 11 games into the season, guys, were five and six. And you're right. Thibodeau, Do you remember like Thib- Fisdale, the start of the season? I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, where he would... For five games, he would ha- just do like the same thing for five games. And then the next five games, he would do something else. And the next five games, he'd do something else. Tibbs trusts himself and his staff. Yeah. And I, and like you said, I think most of us trust Tibbs. I was about to say, before you rudely fucking interrupted me, Barry, <laughs> we're five and six, 11 games in. <laughs> and the one thing that like I feel good about, even though we're in this three-game losing streak, and it's one thing that I don't feel like I need to worry about is the coaching. You know, between Thibodeau and the player development, yeah, the past few years, we'd be freaking out about Fizdale, Hornacek, whoever was behind the bench right now, worrying, are they developing these guys? Are they even trying to fix the problems? But we don't have to worry about that with Thibodeau. We know that it's probably driving him as crazy as it's driving us, how they're playing right now. So we know they're getting back in the gym and we know they're going to work on all of it. Even against Charlotte, I could he- I don't know who the fuck was yelling on the sidelines. My guess is Kenny Payne for some reason. But you could, or maybe that was Thibodeau. It was that like, this like hoarse scream, like, get on the floor, get on the floor. Like just, you heard this yelling coming from the bench and yeah. you know that Thibodeau, Johnny Bryant, Kenny Payne, Mike Woodson, all these guys, they want to turn it around. We're 11 games in. It's going to be a long fucking season. We're not developing these guys who have basically been ignored for the past few years by our coaching staff. It's going to take some time. We've seen 
over these 11 games, we've seen really bright spots and we've seen really not bright spots. You know, and that's the way the season's going to be. I've seen enough to get to maintain my excitement. Well, because we've heard from them and, and we've seen it to a, an extent that these guys are, you know, quote, buying in, right, to the system. And the thing is, you know, Tibbs can preach and he can teach and, you know, they could give it their all. But, you know, the expression, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You know, what if these horses are like, you know, four left feet, they're drooling, you know, they, they may want to get to the water, but they can't fucking drink it. And that's like this team. We, we don't have show horses. We don't have race horses. You know, we, we just don't have the talent, you know, so they can buy in all they want. But if they're going to be outmatched game after game, these losses are going to pile up. And, you know, uh, we haven't seen it yet. We've seen three in a row, but we hope we don't, you know, go down that stretch. But I think it's going to happen. I mean, we said before the season, we don't expect this team to win more than 25 games. And I don't know how they how they will. You know, we, we, we'll give them a chance when they get some of these players back, you know, and maybe they'll get to uh, some semblance and Thibodeau can go a little bit deeper in his rotation instead of playing just eight guys and get back to 10. Um, and we get some more shooting on the floor with Burks and, and we'll see what Toppin can do offensively. Um, but, you know, they, we know this team is, is, is depth of talent. Talk about drooling, Jay. Yeah. What about it? Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company is changing the crumb cake game. How about that? Barry, right when you said lead the horses to water and drooling, I have to be honest, like, I don't know what the fuck you were really talking about. But I was like, that's going to make a great Clarkson Avenue <laughs> shift. <laughs> You're like, just finish your fucking rambling thought so I can yeah. get into this. Yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to forget. When Jason thinks about Clarkson Avenue crumb cakes, he starts drooling. That's true. I do. And what is the Clarkson Avenue crumb cake of the month? Because Jay, did you, did you alert everybody when, when they went back into the office? No, I didn't actually. You know, it's huh. weird on their website, they still have up that they are off until January 8th. So they have, they haven't even you know, hmm. updated the site, which is not, not good. Jay, you can't talk negatively about the sponsor. Okay. So. Yeah, Jay, tell um, us about the crumb cake of the month. It's the one with the lemon and cream And try cheese. not to it's drool. The same, it's the same one that we talked about last week. It's it's a basic crumb with a, with a spectacular lemon cream cheese, um, you know, in, in between the crumb and the, and the cake itself. There you go. Well, if you listen to our show, I want you to support Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They've been supporting us now for a long time. Big Knicks fans, they're local from holiday gift boxes to regular crumb cakes to their world famous crumpkins. They even have a crumb cake of the month club, Jay. I know. You can get it for three, six or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. It's 2021. There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See AT&T.com slash 5G for you for details. Big game on Wednesday, guys. Brooklyn. We are going to get fucking demolished. Whether <laughs> KD and or Kyrie are playing. I believe Durant just came back, right? He came back from being out for COVID protocols, right? Yes. Kyrie Irving. It's not really clear, but he has not been playing lately. No, he has not. He has not. We're not sure why. Personal reasons, Craig. 
personal reasons. There was a rumor that it was just because he did not feel like playing. Another rumor that it was related to just all the craziness going on in the country. And he, maybe because of that, he's protesting or doesn't feel like playing. Final score. What's the final score going to be in that game, Barry? Prediction time. Uh, final score, 133 hmm. to 109. <laughs> you're like going to the Knicks 109? <laughs> Dude, they're due. They're due to hit some fucking <laughs> yeah. shots, Jay. They, I know they haven't broken 90 in their last three games. I thought you were going to say something like 133 game. to like 87. No. I think Barry's no. pretty close to me on. I'm going 145 to 112. 145. <laughs> I'm fucking scared. <laughs> I am fucking scared. But because, because of that, because we're about to get blown out by Brooklyn, let's fucking make fun of them for a little bit. How does that sound? We got right now our top reasons. Right now, by the way, we're entering the mind of Kyrie, so that's why this fucking weird music is playing. The top reasons why Kyrie Irving is not playing right now, according to you guys, according to us, and according to Barry. Barry, this was a great idea. I'll give you credit for this. All right? All right. So... Who should, what should we start with here? Well, let's start sort of simple. Maybe he just needs extra time to prepare for his game against the Knicks. That's it. He's just waiting to come back. Yeah, he, he needed to prepare mentally. Uh, he needed a game plan. Wow, if this if we were doing a top 10, this would make the top 10, Barry? No, no. No. No way. I guess it wouldn't. You could edit it out, Craig. <laughs> that you got the power to edit these well, I'm not these editing out. it out when you look worse than you are. Absolutely yeah, that, not. That was, that was <laughs> no good. <laughs> Let's read some. Let's read some of what the fans said. You ready for this? All right. Kyrie is not playing. This is James. Kyrie is not playing because he's stuck in an alternate reality where he shows his artistic abilities, painting the Sistine Chapel ceiling in 1508. Okay, just a little worry. A little it, worry. it is long. It is long. Wor- yeah. AB said he's stuck in an elevator. What does that mean? Is that a metaphor? I don't, I, I don't think it's a metaphor. He's <laughs> just stuck in an elevator. Tommy J said. Because it's tough to play on your period. There you go. Which I, I guess that's funny, but that is, oh, the crowd does like it. The WNBA players always play on their period, though. Always? Um, periodically. <laughs> <laughs> periodically on their period? Barry's, I know Barry's trying to get one of his own in here. Get it in. Show him how you do it. All right. Well, he, he ran out of sage and Incense Emporium has been sold out. I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all, <laughs> okay. and it's terrible. I Thanks. did you steal that from one of the from one of the tweets? Because someone wrote a sage shortage. Yeah, mine was a little different. Joel Friedman wrote that. Yours was a little better thought out. You're saying you know, really insult insult our fucking listeners like that? I I didn't say you said it. I did not say you're going to steal his joke and then you're going to say that yours was better thought out. I punched it up a little bit. Okay. Nick's Fandom UK said he's locked himself in his home and is playing with a life-size chess set where all the pawns are statues of Ian Begley choking on a chip. <laughs> uh, you can't have a can't have one of our podcasts without talking about Ian Begley for a moment. I'm going to talk about him later too. So, so Craig, maybe he's following COVID safety protocols due to close contact tracing as a result of licking KD's balls. I had a, I've got a few too. I had a similar one where I said, new NBA, oh, Jay, are you all right on that? What's going on? Yeah, I'm okay. good. New NBA COVID protocols prohibit Katie and Kyrie from pinching each other's nipples. So Kyrie is protesting. <laughs> there you go. That's a good protest. 
I want to hear the top, what would have been the top one? Well, I have one that you pretty much already rejected. <laughs> oh, no. Was that the best one? <laughs> let's hear it. Let's, I let's go. I don't know if I want to say it now. Well, you know, maybe I should get another, but maybe I'm not the only one that would like it. Let it, right. let it go, Barry. All right. So he's missing games because he's been busy writing a new sitcom for NBC called Third Pancake from the Sun. Yeah, now, I mean, listen, it's hard to pretend like we haven't heard this one, because <laughs> Barry was trying out a couple on us before. Um, yeah, no, neither yeah, one of you guys like that one. I don't, I don't like fucking find it no. funny. I don't know. Not, I don't think Why don't you explain it to the audience, because I'm sure 90% of them don't understand it. Third Rock from the Sun, I thought was a fairly big hit show for NBC, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, like eight years ago. Yeah, about, Longer than that. You know, and Third Rock of the Sun refers to planet Earth. But, you know, we all know Kyrie has made comments about the earth possibly being flat. What's flatter than a pancake? So this sitcom would be called Third Pancake from the Sun. Jay, do you have any, do you have any, um... No, I wasn't. No. Th- when I saw how bad Barry's were, I was like, I'm not taking a shot at <laughs> Is this. that all we have? Is that it? <laughs> all right, here's my number one reason for why. I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm just going to say that this is the number one reason, Barry. Go for <laughs> is it. Is that okay? The yeah. number one reason why Kyrie is not playing right now... He's fucking crazy, Kyrie. That's it. Hello. In my past life, like I said, I was you. <laughs> it's a classic. It really is. It'll never get old. Y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Brought to you by Manscaped. I finally broke it out the other day. Did you get your bush to your tush clean? Because that's what you can do. I sure did. And uh, Blanderson was right. When he spoke about how great that little light is. Right. So you see, actually exactly. see what you're doing. That was great. And I'll tell you what else is great. So you know sometimes if you ever manscaped before in the past, your balls would get all sticky towards the end of the day. So I um, I <laughs> put is, on that crop preserver ball deodorant. Nobody needs to be thinking about Barry's sticky balls. <laughs> you don't need to. But I use that crop preserver ball deodorant now every day. And my balls and my, my schlong feel great all day He's, long. Schlong? What year is it? What is going on? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HARDNIXLIFE at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code HARDNIXLIFE. Your balls will thank you. All right, Jack, take it away. All right, you mentioned Ian Begley today. I just wanted to throw out there, he posted some video this morning on Twitter um, where he was talking about the Knicks and, and LaMelo, and I decided to respond with the very original response of, eat any good chips lately, being the good sport that he is, he, he liked my tweet. Okay, so so now your fucking tweets are leading off your news segment, Jay? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, I wasn't going <laughs> you, to lead with it. You don't find that a little unusual? But I threw unusual. it in there just because <laughs> You didn't because just you throw it, it you threw it in there? It's leading off your entire news segment. Well, listen, this is what I, I felt like going with, all right? I do the news. I get to make those decisions. Uh, Nick's injury update. Just so everybody, um, if they're not following around, Reggie Bullock is day-to-day with his hip injury. Um, Frank is week-to-week with that knee injury. I mean, who knows what's what's going on with what that. What the fuck is going on there? When DSJ came in the game the other day, I was shocked. I didn't even know he was better. DSJ was a did-not-play-coach's decision tonight, correct? <laughs> He does not play, apparently he's been not playing coach's decision a lot of nights. 
Uh, Alec Burks is day to day with his ankle, and Obi Toppin. You know, from what I'm what I'm being told, they're looking at like an April or May return for that calf issue. What? Who's who's tell who's telling you this? Nobody. Just it's you know he's only played in one game so far, so I'm just I'm guessing. Okay, Jay, I'm gonna fill you in here. You got to be a credible newsman. You're just making shit up about. Are any of the injury reports you just listed true? Yes. Day to day on Bullock, week to week on Frank. Day to day on Burks and Toppin. Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the, fuck, the NBA the fuck is, he is doing? meeting. Jay, are you I have okay? No idea. This is the part of the show that's supposed to be serious that you're supposed to tell us <laughs> uh, what's going on. You literally on just made, he gave me a fucking heart attack, thinking that he wasn't coming back till April or May. And I heard the <laughs> other day that he was that he was getting ready to come fucking back. I knew Randy? he was full of shit the moment he said, "I'm I'm being told," because who the fuck is telling him anything? <laughs> I'm being told. <laughs> That's You're going to ruin any it credibility this fucking though. show. So far now, you let off the fucking news with how you tweeted at Ian Begley and he liked your yeah. fucking tweet about chips. Yeah. And you're making All up right, when Obi Toppin's coming back. Turn this right. around. Pretend, pretend this is like the Utah Jazz Knicks game. Knicks are down 18, but they're going to turn it around and, and go for the win. Come on. Speaking of, of coming back, guess who would have been back more than likely tonight if the Mavericks game had actually gone on with the New Orleans Pelicans? And that is the one, the only, Chris Dapps Porzingis. How do you feel about that, Craig? He's back. He could have been back. He well, yeah, back. but he'll be back the next game. So and he he'll be out. himself between you know, now and yeah, tomorrow. So, so Chris Stapps <laughs> The will sooner he gets back. back, the sooner he hurts himself again. Um, speaking of other injuries, a significant one, Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Hawks fractured his right knee. He's going to be out for a while. So you say. I mean, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Keep going. Let's, um, <laughs> that that I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth on. Oh, and, you know, we've been talking about Obi being out. Since uh, game one, just wanted to throw this out there. Lamelo, who we saw tonight in person, who has such an ugly shot. Uh, the other day, became the youngest player to ever record a triple-double, uh, breaking Markel Fultz's record, which was, he broke, I think, Lonzo's record, which had previously then been LeBron's record. But so you got Lamelo with the youngest uh, Not to great record company. a triple-double. And Tyrese Maxey, did you see um, yeah, game. his game the other well, day? Poof. Yeah, there was nobody else there to play. Well, they had right. They had, they were down to seven people because of COVID protocols. He scored thirty nine. It was the most points in a player's debut since nineteen seventy. Starting debut, that wasn't in his say, debut. Nineteen seventy, yeah. his starting debut. His starting debut. Most points by a player in a starting debut since nineteen seventy. Thirty nine points but the the main thing really with the news is that the nba is going to meet with the board of governors and the gms to discuss the covid protocols because things are going to shit somewhat yeah um the new orleans and dallas game yesterday was um no tonight was postponed uh boston and chicago which is tomorrow or was supposed to be tomorrow has been postponed the heat had eight unavailable players for the game their game tonight they're looking at a bunch of stuff uh, re-examining the lengths of uh, shoot-arounds and practices, limiting pre- and post-game socializing on the court. They actually talked about that during the Nick game. Breen and, and Walt were talking about, like, at the end of the games, players hugging each other and stuff. Um, further restrictions on restaurant dining and stricter rules on mask wearing, I guess, um, you know, on the, on the bench and in the facilities. Um, but Adam Silver says he has no plans at this point to, to go back to a bubble. Doesn't think that it would be realistic. Yeah, Breen and Frazier were talking about how good of a job the Knicks have been doing. 
with the COVID. And all I could think of at that time, because while we were down like 20 plus points to the Hornets, was I could fucking use a little COVID postponement on some Knicks games. <laughs> well, did you see, um, did Austin Rivers tweet that or did he post it that thing the other day about how you know important it was to take personal responsibility? I didn't did you see, that. see that or no? I know we made some comments in one of the um, yeah media availabilities that they were all he was saying talking about how the Knicks were taking it really serious and everybody was doing what they needed to do. So. Yeah, Kevin Knox, uh, they said during the game, went home at some Kevin! point and didn't even see his like didn't even visit his family. So yeah, they're really? taking it serious, and some of these other teams apparently aren't. Clearly, they're not. If only we could be as good on the court as we are off of it. That's the way. There you go. Basketball bounces. Got an airball sound effect. <laughs> airball? What what does this airball sound effect sound like? It's like it's just the crowd going, airball. Oh, there they I can get one of those. Yeah. You guys want to listen to some fucking voicemails? Yes, please. All right. Hey fellas, it's DB. Uh you mentioned on I think it was last week that one of your Listeners calls in out of breath all the time, and you think they're masturbating. That might be me. Uh, I swear I'm not masturbating. I'm taking my stupid dog for a walk. Anyway, uh, I was calling because I wanted to ask you, first of all, amazing win against Atlanta. I want to ask you guys, all I hear the pundits say is at the trade deadline, maybe they can get something good for Randall. More draft picks. I don't know. If Randall's really been unlocked by kids, what do you think? We keep him? You know? Maybe if he can do this the way he's doing it, triple-double man, he's on a pretty good contract. Why not? All right, guys, let me know what you think. Oh, there's my asshole dog. <laughs> there's the dog. <laughs> just said there's his asshole dog. Did his he asshole throw dog that in who made us just think to... that DB was masturbating every time. We didn't really <laughs> think that. Come on. Maybe that was just a soundboard sound effect, and that's to... Yeah. Throw us off. He really is masturbating. You think but... he was masturbating that whole time and just using his dog as an, as an excuse? No, I think he maybe he doesn't have a dog. Maybe that's like a YouTube video or something that he put in there at the end strategically so that way we could be like, oh yeah, he's he's not masturbating. He's telling the truth about the dog. Isn't uh, walking the dog, isn't walking the dog a euphemism for masturbating? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm no, walking the like, dog. What, like choking the chicken? Yeah. Or, I don't think so. Or he's masturbating to dog videos. I'd, I'd like to think that DB is above that. <laughs> I don't know him at all, but I'm going to I'm gonna say he's above that. His uh, voicemail, it's hard to answer that it, uh, during a three-game losing streak where the Knicks look like they do. Because now our opinion might be different than after that Atlanta win. Yeah, that feels like it was an eternity ago. <laughs> it does. Yeah, what was that, two weeks ago? I don't know. I'm, DB, I think get back to us later in the season when we see how the Knicks are doing. How far are we out of a playoff spot? How bad are we struggling? If we're if we're like ten and fifty or something, <laughs> I'm thinking about trading whoever we need to trade to get more assets. Ten and fifty? <laughs> that would be a five and forty seven run. Jesus I, it's Christ. fucking possible, Jay. And at this point in the Knicks timeline, whatever timeline that may be, every offer is on the table. So I mean you at least gotta listen to offers and then make your decision. There we go. That was a voicemail after Austin Rivers game. That was, I believe that was Ralph. He was excited. Hey, guys. It's uh, Brandon from Long Island. I was just calling to uh, ask you guys a question. 
since Austin Rivers had his coming out party last night. What would you guys do if a team offered you a first round pick for Austin Rivers? He's changing the culture. He's on a very cheap deal. And he wanted to be here. He wanted to be here more than anyone. Would you guys just turn away and just get rid of him, ship him away if the team offered us a first round pick? Honestly, it's the business. <laughs> I think I would have to do it. What do you guys think? Well, I think that's like his biggest asset, you know, just as much, if not more, than his play on the court is the culture change that he's brought to this team, you know. Um, and then to be able to go on the court and ignite them, you know, like like he did. Such a team friendly contract too. Do you want to get Do you want to get rid of that at three million dollars? Which is which is also why you, he's valuable to other teams too. You know, not just us. Obviously, I think you got to. I mean, again, I I don't see how you answer that. We don't know that he's changed the culture of this team. You can't even say he's changed the culture of this team yet. You got to just see how he's playing. If he's changing the culture of this team and we're winning, and he's playing really well, yeah, I guess you don't trade him. But if we're still a losing team, the culture isn't changed. If we're 22 and 35 and a team offers you a first round pick, a mid first round pick for Austin Rivers in this stacked draft, every one of you is taking it. Right, Barry? You're taking that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think you'd have to. Are you guys ready to find out how stupid we are? What does that mean? South side. Are you ready? <laughs> L from the south side. Hey, yo, what's up, Hard Nick Life? It's L from south side. Southside Jamaica, Queens, man. I am from Long Island and never heard of Southside Jamaica, Queens. Really? Oh, God. Yeah, I have a Philadelphia area code because I now live in Philly. This is where I make my money. But I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens. Jamaica, Queens, New York, not Chicago, not Okay, I'll give you a pass on the Philly thing, the phone number. All right, cool, I'll give you that one. But not Chicago. And, Jay, I hope you you bet, Barry, because he owes you some money. I am not from Chicago. All right, yo? That's all I had to say to clear up that little mess. Like I said, though, y'all be hearing more from L from Southside, Jamaica, Queens, uh, in the future. Y'all keep up the good work. It's a hardness. It's a hardness life. Peace. How embarrassing. Listen, yeah, they, I'm the one who said it was like Brooklyn or Manhattan or something. You, you would, <laughs> well, that's just, a, just as far off. I mean, I not was, geographically, but listen, I was in at least might in the as boroughs. well be Chicago. No, I, think I was T- in the, Tiff on uh, Twitter pointed that out. Right? She thought we were idiots for not knowing. A lot of people were. Jamaica. No, I don't think that. I don't think anyone thought we were idiots, but they were saying that they were laughing at us when you're like when you're in Jamaica. You think everybody outside in New York understands when you say South right. Side? It's South Side Jamaica, but. Listen, we live like we live on we the island. You know, we're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we are out there. So listen, I said the boroughs. I, you know, I, I was the closest. None of us are cool enough to know what Southside means, unless you're going to tell us exactly where it is. I mean, I've been to Jamaica, Queens. Yeah, I'm sure we all have at some point. Next stop, Jamaica. That's pretty much. That's that's what I know about Jamaica Queens. I don't know the various areas of Queens. I just know when I'm in fucking Queens, I'm in Queens. But yeah. Woodside, Woodside is next. <laughs> My dad went to Jamaica so High School. Saying, so you're just saying you pass through Queens on the Long Island Railroad? <laughs> the Long Island Railroad. You know, I just know those are the stops. Every once in a while, I, I get I'd have to change at Jamaica. 
That's that's the most Jamaica I've ever really experienced is, <laughs> is getting off and waiting on the platform and then getting on another train. My parents grew up in Queens. You know, I spent a lot of time in Queens with, at my grandparents' place growing up. I still don't know what the fuck Southside is. No, I was no convinced. Way. I was convinced it was Chicago, even though it made no fucking sense. L. <laughs> and Barry, but once we once we Googled Southside, Barry could not let it go. He was. I couldn't. Yeah. You were all in on Chicago. All yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yes, in the face. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for the show today. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper. Congratulations, Jay, for staying awake. I I, I wasn't sure you were going to do it. I am it. tired, man. I'm fucking shot. You, you think that that COVID shot is why the news was so weird tonight? Is that possible? Did you write it after the shot? I did. Mm. I did. It could be. Oh. Could be By the way, yeah, threw off a, your barometer for. It's a. Um, it's very. My arm is very sore. Like right where they where they shoot it into. No, a completely different side of your body. Yeah, where you get the shot. <laughs> well, he means like the whole arm, or just where where they do it. That whole, just the whole injection site. Like more than a flu shot. Yes. And um, now that you got that shot, can you go around without a mask, or do you have to wear a mask? No. Uh, you still got to wear a mask. Is that because you're just waiting for the second? It's like getting the flu shot. You you could still get it, just if you do, maybe not as bad. But so you're telling me when you get the second shot, you're not going to go without a mask? Why would I do that? Most places you have to wear a mask anyway. Dude, I was in a fucking supermarket this weekend. Shop. We there's nothing to do right now. So one of the things we do on the weekends is we go food shopping with the whole family, all in our masks and everything. That sounds like fun. Oh, it's fucking blast. It's the only thing we do on the fucking weekend, and um. So we're in there, and there's this one guy. I'm like, I'm a nervous wreck if I see someone, even with their mask down, so it's not covering their nose. Right, like nose. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's get away from this fucking person. Their their mask isn't covering their nose. I'm like getting anxious the whole time as they're getting close. Like if we're in the vegetable section, and they're getting close to us. I'm freaking out. This one guy in this red hooded sweatshirt is walking around with no fucking mask, none. What in the store? store? In the fucking store. What store was this? It was a fucking uh, stop and shop. Supermarket. How's that even possible? Because some people just forget. Jay. No. Like they walk out no, of the car and they don't realize. No, this guy fucking knew. This guy fucking knew. That, that He's walking be. around with a fucking smirk the whole time. Uh, we're, I'm seeing him get closer to us and I'm like freaking out of my family. Like, let's fucking go. Let's get out of the fucking vegetable section. And we start moving down the aisles. He's getting closer and closer because my kids are fucking... They're, they're nuts. They're nuts when you take them. It's like they're at the zoo with how little we have going on. They see the lobsters. They run over the tank. They don't fucking move. <laughs> and this guy's getting fucking closer and closer to us, dude. And I make my wife go and report him to customer service. They said, there's no, they said we can suggest it, but we can't make him wear it. I'm never fucking shopping there again, if that's what? true. What? Since when? Everyone in the whole fucking store was talking about this. This is a big fucking store with a lot of people. And um, <laughs> I heard, overheard someone saying that his doctor says he doesn't need to wear a mask because I guess he got he got it or something already. But give me a fucking break. Would you put on your mask so the rest of us don't have to freak out the whole time? He, he walked I by have... us, by the way, and my kids are so fucking loud. My kids are going, Daddy, Daddy, that, why is he not wearing a mask? What? He's not wearing a mask. They kept saying it every time he walked anywhere near us. Oh boy. And I, I, of course, like me, I'm just like, you know, I don't know. Getting off he doesn't. On that. He doesn't care about people. I guess he just doesn't care about people. <laughs> as loud as I can. 
jeez. Barry, did you say you had a story about your mother-in-law? Yes, she got COVID. Uh, as her husband got it first, and then she got it. So, so you know, and they they didn't. He, they they were like you know these people that didn't even believe COVID is a real thing. So like he put off a couple of days before even getting tested, even though he was like feverish and he felt like garbage. So then he got tested and he was positive. So then she got tested and was positive, and the hospital gave her a bunch of prescriptions to take, and. She tells my wife, the hospital gave me all these prescriptions, but they want to make you sicker. I'm not taking any of those. I'm going to get hydroxychloroquine because that's what Trump got and it made him better. So my husband's doctor wrote a prescription for him and I'm going to get him to write one for me. I'm not taking that other stuff. They want you to get sicker. It's a whole conspiracy. Oh, has she tried the bleach yet? That she didn't try. (laughs) I told you that bitch crazy. Barry's like, here, drink this bleach. Right. What did right. she get prescriptions for? Um, a bunch of things. Like mainly like um, probably like sodium and potassium and mostly like vitamin type stuff. But you don't need prescriptions for that kind of stuff. It's just over the counter. I'm hearing this story secondhand from my <laughs> wife. All right. So I hear buzzwords like they're fucking making me sick. Sodium and, and potassium. I mean, that those are the correct buzzwords that you're using. So at least. Yeah. Wow, we totally got fucking sidetracked, by the way. Um, remember, if you like our show, you can leave us some five-star ratings and, and or positive reviews. And remember, you can call us. That's right. 516-33-MESH-1. And if you want to buy some Hard Nick's Life merch, tell him where to go, Blandy. You could go to... <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. Hardnickslife.threadless.com Give us the schedule for next week, buddy. Okay. Oh, Barry. Barry, Barry, Barry is so upset that he doesn't get to do it. He turned to try and get it out before you. Brooklyn on Wednesday night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brooklyn, then Friday at Cleveland. Friday we got Cleveland. Okay, boys. You don't have to fight over the schedule. That's the week. I I didn't even hear any. Brooklyn on Wednesday and who on Friday? Wednesday at home versus Brooklyn and then at Cleveland on Friday. Followed by a 1 p.m. game on Sunday against uh, Boston. Ooh, 1 p.m. game. All right, guys. Until next time. This is going to stay the name of this podcast for a while, I think. It truly um, is. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.